Hello and welcome to the Segabit Swing and Report Show, a milestone episode number 40. And fittingly, we'll talk a little bit about the PlayStation 4 today. But first, let's go around and introduce ourselves and talk about what we've been playing. Uh, let's start with George. Hi. Uh, oh, I thought this is the part where you tell everybody's name. All right. Well, George is here. We also have Knuckles. Hi. And we have Shigs. Shit's blowing up and shit. <laughs> and we have Jorge. Yes, that's me. And I'm supposed to talk about what I've been playing, right? Yeah, but uh, if it's anything called Aliens Colonel Marines, you should uh, hold off on complaining about it too much. All right, then. Well, I'm playing that, uh, replaying some of the chapters to get better footage. Some of the, the, you know, trying to get some of that good dialogue in there. Um, Oh, yeah. Very gripping game. Oh, excellent. uh, And I've been playing uh, The Witcher, the old one. Because I want to play one and two by the time the three comes out, okay. and uh, and I've been playing a, a little bit of a uh, Kane and Lynch last night, the the second one, just because I wanted to see how bad it was. It, it came out, it came with a bundle that I got on Amazon a while back. Mm-hmm. So I've been playing that on the PC last night for a couple like twenty minutes. Man, that game is uh, also terrible. I guess I like to torture <laughs> myself this week. <laughs> um, so that's why I've been playing. Excellent. All right, let's go on to Knuckles. What have you been playing? I have been I have been playing uh, Ristar for the Sega Genesis, and I've also been subjecting myself to this shitty, uh, obscure game called Bouncers, both oh, of God. which I hope to review. Oh, oh, are you familiar with that? I've heard of it. Not Bouncer, but Bouncers. Not Bouncers. The, it's a, it's anthropomorphic basketballs. I've heard of this. Yeah. It was a Sega-published uh, Sega CD game developed by Core. You know, Sounds the Tomb Raider awful. guys. Oh, it is very, very awful. This is probably the worst game I've ever played on the Sega CD slash, slash Genesis. And I've played some FMV games, so. <laughs> <laughs> very cool. And uh, going on, uh, let's see, Shigs? I ended up uh, trading in my copy of Aliens Colonial Marines already, and with that yeah. money, I picked up uh, Nino Kuni: Wrath of the White Witch for the PS3, and that is an absolutely uh, brilliant uh, Japanese RPG. It's uh, very well done. Uh, character designs are from the anime studio Studio Ghibli, mm-hmm. and that's just a really well done uh, RPG. I like that. Also, I the game I should have purchased, and uh, instead of uh, Aliens Colonial Marines, I ended up renting was. Uh, uh, Metal Gear uh, Rising Revengeance from Platinum Games, and that is a Platinum game, I'll tell you that much right now. It's just chock full of action. Uh, I really need to pick that up. Yeah, the first, uh, even the first um, level alone, you're running up and down missiles that are shooting at you as you go onto the enemy and slice them into little bits. You, nice. didn't, uh, you didn't play uh, Dead Space 3? No, I haven't played Dead Space 3 yet. It's funny because... Uh... The guys from uh, Aliens, before the game came out, were saying that uh, Aliens Colonial Marines was going to be better than Dead Space 3. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. I actually, uh, I was in such an Aliens mood after Colonial Marines, I ended up picking up Aliens vs. Predator from Sega back in 2010, and that's a much better Aliens game. I mean, there's a lot of great atmosphere and scares in that one. That's not a bad game. No. It just needed to be polished up, maybe like six months in development. Yeah, maybe Gearbox should have uh, outsourced it to Rebellion instead of Timegate. Yes, I agree. So we can move on. Oh, no, he just Barry. Barry. Let's see. What I have been playing, uh, I've mainly been playing All-Stars Racing Transformed on the 3DS. It's it's a pretty fun port of the game. My only complaint is that it... uh, cuts out some of the mini-games from the World Tour mode. Now, admittedly, things like Traffic Attack and I'd have to say the Tank Battle would probably be uh, hell on the tiny 3DS screen. But um, That's that's actually an improvement if those are gone. <laughs> yeah, those are gone. I However, love the Tank the, Battle. Uh, tank Battle, I don't know, man. But <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the other two that were cut were um, Ring Race, where you're flying through the air, and the Drift Challenge. So really, you're down to boost challenges, 
races with one type of weapon, races with all weapons, races with no weapons, rival races. However, the rival races only are restricted to one rival. You don't go through a series of like four. Um, but at the same time, World Tour is shortened because of that. So it's not like you're playing the same number of missions, but they're all racing missions. It's more like maybe a maybe like a third of the length of the the uh, console version. So, I mean, it's a, mixed, it's a mixed bag in that sense because you're unlocking all of the racers at a really fast rate, but at the same time, you, you know, you're not really enjoying it as much or taking the time to enjoy it because you're pretty much... I think it took me about two hours to get up to ages, and I haven't unlocked ages wow. yet. But, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm at ages, and I I'm probably have about 11 stars to go and you know it, it's not so much the difficulty as it is the fact that i don't want to sit there and play 12 races on my 3ds so i've been kind of spacing it out but um i mean aside from that the game itself the uh the track layouts are all pretty much one for one based on the consoles aside from some little like graphical elements that might have been removed like i don't think seasonal shrines changes seasons as you play um some other things missing are like small cameos. I don't think Rystar is in the game. If he was, you probably wouldn't even be able to see him, how tiny he is on the screen. Um, and some other cameos, like I don't think the Burning Rangers appear on their track. However, Billy Hatcher's friends appear. Um, Billy Hatcher's a... very important in these games. He is, he is. <laughs> but yeah, overall, I mean, if if you like the core racing experience, it's, it's pretty great. Uh, it's The frame rate is not super high and it's not super consistent but at the same time it's not game breaking at all it's just if you've right. come off of playing like a 60 frames per second or even a 30 solid 30 frames per second game you're gonna notice the difference but if you play through a race or two i mean for me personally i've i my very first race i raced it almost as good as i do um on the console version after playing that for hours so i mean I think that's the that's the best test you can give to a mobile port of a game is if you can play it as well as a console version, then I think that's a good thing. Now, you know, so, I mean, I haven't posted the review up yet, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. The pluses are that it pretty much follows the game on the console version in terms of the roster and the tracks and everything. However, World Tour is a little shorter and frame rate isn't as solid, but... It's a good game. If you don't have a Vita and you want to have a portable version, pick it up. Well, that surprises me. I was going to skip out on that game altogether. No, I'd, I'd say check it out. I mean, for the price, too. Yeah. And some GameStops are still giving away the silly little Danica Patrick car. So if you like freebies, Ugh. you know, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I, have, yeah. I have two of them Maybe now. <laughs> Gotta have that car. Anyway. It's um, a must-own. She won the uh, Daytona 500 trial. She was first places with the fastest time. Really? Yeah, so that's that's yeah. a good thing. Am I, the, I, I didn't even know she actually drove cars. I thought she just like was in those GoDaddy commercials and everybody wanted to see her naked. That's it. That's I heard cool. I heard that she was just <laughs> a very bad driver, so I guess that was Alts? I mean, as far as NASCAR goes. I guess she played Transformed and got a little bit better. Yeah, right? So I guess if we're uh, talking about if it was good or not to bring her on, I guess at this point, at least for this brief period of time, it's good. Oh, oh good time young Sega's part. <laughs> yeah. Be- before we move on to the news, I wanted to I wanted to tell you guys a story real quick. Go ahead. Oh, I yeah. love stories. The other day I was sitting in class and I was checking the, the Sega bit site in class and uh, this guy was sitting next to me and he kept on That's looking at That's a great up, website. And <laughs> no, the guy was sitting next to me and he was looking at my screen the whole time. Like every time I would refresh the page or something. And um uh, <laughs> He asked me, like, do you like Sega or something? And I was like, oh, uh, yeah. And then he's like, <laughs> um, he's like, okay, that's cool. And then, like, he kind of uh, didn't talk that much for a little bit. And then he turned around and was talking to me about how he was having trouble with his ISP because he has Comcast. Yeah. And he's trying to run a server, and Comcast won't let to him. But he does it anyway. And I told him, what game are you trying to run a server for? I expected Minecraft or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, Fantasy Star Online. Blue oh, nice! And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, I've been I've been running it for the last two years. Me and my friends play on it all the time." That's and hilarious. So, so then I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And he's all, "Yeah." And then he and then it was like a pause, and he's all, "Too bad Sega sucks now." <laughs> that's it. That's all I needed, dude. 
<laughs> oh, before they think it's released al- a- Aliens, so. <laughs> and then, yeah, I was telling him that they released Aliens, and I had a, and I, and I was trying to review it, and it fucking sucks. And then he's like, yeah, I, I'm just waiting for Panic Star Online 2. And he's, like, telling me about the, all these glitches he's looking on, out online for. Like mm-hmm. the boob glitch where they all bounce. So nice. is there still servers available for the Dreamcast one? Just like man, uh, uh, fan, fan servers. Yeah, there's yeah. a fan server. A Brazilian guy has one. I forgot his name, but he he, he has one. He just wants his own server for him and his friends. I don't know why. Yeah, there's fan servers for a lot of the games. I was looking online. I think there's a 4x4 Evolution one still. Well, uh, 4x4 Evolution that doesn't need a server. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, there you go. You can there still play it. Yeah. So still relevant. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was my story. <laughs> yeah, still has online games, bitches. I just so like the, I, I just like how he ended. He's like, oh, they suck now. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, moving on to the news, um, Sega announced a new console. Apparently, it's called PlayStation Four. Whoa, original. Uh, yeah, no. Um, it it feels weird talking about other consoles, but I figure considering that Sega will inevitably be developing games for PS4 and we don't have much more to talk about except bitching about Aliens. Uh, Aliens, good... is com- Aliens is coming out for the PS4 PlayStation 3 port. Yeah, look out. Oh, somebody... <laughs> somebody... Is it? Somebody dropped, I think. Jason. Hello? No, no, you're uh. good. You're good. Jason dropped. Poor Jason. Uh. Wah, wah. Oh, poor Usually it's me. Yeah. Anyway... Uh... You, oh, well, who wants to start the talk for the PlayStation 4? Man, well, you go, George. You've got things to say. I kind of have a list of things I liked and disliked of the event. Um, go for it. Things I liked that they kind of already said, oh, yeah, we're fucking idiots. The cell didn't work out well. Thank you. The fact that they're actually really working with third-party companies this time around, not like last generation where they pulled the Sega Saturn and said, I don't give a fuck what you guys think. Really? Um, well, PlayStation. 3, I thought that they've always been pretty friendly to third parties. Well, a lot of third parties didn't want the Cell processor because it was too hard to develop for, and they didn't care. They did it anyway because they ah. wanted to sell. They wanted to have their own like sales chip so they could sell to other companies on computers. They wanted everybody to adopt their their way of doing things, and it wasn't going to work. Yeah, they they do that a lot. <laughs> so that didn't work out. So I'm glad they're they're using a PC infrastructure like the 360. Um, yeah. I'm glad that they have eight gigabytes of RAM. That's ridiculous for just games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I, I like the new controller sort of. I think the blue light is freaking stupid. It's gonna be like the six axis again. Mm-hmm. It feels like they're they're just they put it on there just in case. And uh, yeah, I mean they're still using the move controller for God's sake. Yeah, they're still using the move, which looks actually. Not, uh, actually that. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be a I don't know. Fuck the move controller. I want to talk about that. But uh, <laughs> I like that they showed uh, that they have a new take on Infamous. It's like a brand new game. You don't have to play the, the old ones. Though, that game did not look very next gen. Like, the oh, hair, the hair yeah. and the women, the hair on the woman they show in that trailer, they look like straight out of Yakuza games. Like, <laughs> the hair. It's like, all right. Uh, mm. The other stuff that they showed looked nice, but... It could have been rendered on a PC. Sony's already notorious for doing that. Well, the Watch Dogs demo was on the PC. Which Ubisoft always does. I mean, I wasn't surprised when they announced that that's what it was because I kind of already knew it was on PC because uh, Ubisoft does that with the Assassin's Creed franchise. Like when they show the PS3 version, it's a PC version they show. Mm -hmm. Or the 360 version. It always looks nicer when you see it on the events. Because it's running on PC, and then they just tell you it's a 360 version or a PS3 version. Diablo 3, I don't care about. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it was an okay event for the first unveiling or the first teaser. Yeah. But it just made me want more, and I guess that's the point, right? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I mean, the way I looked at it, I mean, I know I, I'm a 360 owner, but when it came time for me to buy a between a three PS3 or a 360, I mean, I had a 50-50 chance it all came down to money. So it's not as though I'm like a PlayStation hater or anything. I just adapted for one and never got into the other. But, I mean, what do you, what do you guys think about backwards compatibility? Because I, mean, I, I can, want it. I, I always think, want it. I have a yeah. PS... Okay, here's my thing. I don't mind it doesn't play PS3 games, but now they're saying that it won't play PSN games. Yeah. Uh, Wait, what? 
Yeah, Sony well, said that you might have to keep your PS3 to play PSN games. That's the rumor going around. Okay, that, that's a bit of a buzzkill. That's a huge buzzkill. They said might, though, right? They said might, but it seems like... Okay. Because it, it's, it's, prob- all... it's probably going to be a thing like with the 360 where select games will work oh, and select games won't. That's terrible. I have like 100 PSN games. That's not good for I mean, it's regardless of... I saw the massive uh, 60 gig PS3 from 2006. I don't know. You realize how much room this thing takes up, and now they want me to buy another one. Yeah, you probably have to do this to keep keep the uh, costs costs cut down. Yeah, because the PSN yeah. games were programmed to work on, I guess, the cell. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. At at the end, if either if they're on PSN or if they're on disc, they're still made for the PlayStation Three. So I I really don't think there's any way that any of the games. I mean, I could maybe see some of like the really small, like sixteen bit, like Sega games, things like that. Not having a problem, but anything that's like made especially for, I don't know, the way I saw it was that I completely understand that hardware-wise, it's very difficult to have the PlayStation 3 games play on the PlayStation 4, but at the same time, when you look at the jump from 1 to 2 in terms of PlayStation and then 2 to 3, I feel like 3 and 4, while there is a big graphical leap, even though you don't see it a lot, everything else is kind of the same. Like They both play Blu-rays, they both do all of your... Um, media streaming, they both will be connected to your PlayStation ID. I think... And so... Okay. Well, I, I just think that it's kind of... I I can't... I can't imagine, like... I mean, I can't imagine, but you look at your shelf and you got your PlayStation 3 and your PlayStation 4, the only thing your PlayStation 3 is good for is playing your PlayStation 3 games. Meanwhile, your 4 will now be, be doing everything that you've been doing on your 3, but you can't really put your 3 away because you can't play your 3 games on the 4. And so it's kind of like... I. Well, I yeah, completely understand. I think what yeah, so, I think I think what Sony's trying to do is trying to make the PS3 compete against the Wii U and still yeah. sell units and like drop it low and yeah. have the PS4 compete against the whatever the uh, Microsoft has going on. Well, well, you know, when they say might, they might mean that it might that, that that means that there's a possibility. So what they might be doing is they may be working on some sort of external dongle that uh you can buy separately that does backwards compatibility. And if they can do that, I would be very happy. I think the best thing for both parties or everybody, uh, just have a cheaper model that just plays PS4 games yeah. and uh, have a more expensive model for people that want to play PS3 uh, games. Those multiple, that, that whole multiple SKU thing never really seems to work. I mean, Not really. PlayStation 3 had a $500 model, too, and people said, oh, no, it's $600, 600 U.S. dollars. That's true. They just completely ignored the $500 model. I didn't, for the record, though. I ended up regretting it when I realized, oh, hey, I need Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I still think Sony, I mean, Microsoft has a big, uh, they can still knock it out of the park. I'm just hoping they don't go crazy and go, it's called Connect 2. It's not even an Xbox no more. No controller at all. <laughs> really? And I'd be all like, yeah, I hope they don't do that. I hope they go hardcore thought, gaming with if it. If any of the yeah. rumors are true with them uh, keeping uh, used games from happening and keeping your games attached to your know. hardware, that would kill it. Or having it with DRM where it has to be online all the time, I think they're playing kill their a, sales. I think they're playing a game of chicken with PlayStation or with Sony because I think – didn't Sony – have or at least they have the technology to block used games. They've had it for years. They've well, they had, had it. it on well, it, but just haven't used it. Yeah, yeah. The, and the I think technology this... to block used games is to just give every every individual game a, a key. That that tech's been around for years. Yeah, so and I think at the it same hasn't time, been applied to consoles. Microsoft has that tech now, and I think they were just waiting to see what Sony's move was. If Sony said, "Yep, we're not blocking, we're blocking used games," then I think Microsoft would have done the same. Now. Yeah. It just it would make no sense for them to come out and say we're blocking used games because then they that would be really stupid of that would be a really stupid thing for them to do. If we're here complaining about not playing PlayStation Three games on a four, can you imagine not being able to play any used games on your on your Xbox? That pretty much kills all your PS Three. I mean your Three Sixty games because to to them that would be used. Yeah, I I doubt it would apply to Three Sixty games, but regardless. if if they if they were to institute some sort of anti-used game model, they they better like drop the price of those games to twenty thirty bucks because once they do that, their software loses all value. Here, yeah. this is this is exactly what I'm saying. If you want to beat used game sales, you don't block used games. What you do is you offer competitive pricing on your digital games, 
Mm-hmm. And then when you buy it, and then you'll be more inclined to buy it digitally. Okay, GameStop sells brand new games used for $55. $5 less. You go and uh, let's say PSN had them for $50 right when they came out. Why would you spend the extra $5 to go to GameStop, waste your gas, talk to some stupid fucking asshole that works there, <laughs> and somebody buy the game? To to, uh, somebody needs to tell that to Microsoft. If you go on their uh, uh, on demand games, they have oh, like five year old games that are still 30 to $40 yeah. that you could pick up used for like. 12 to 15 easily exactly that was a problem on the on the vita until recently all their some they had some psp games that are still going for 40 bucks and it's like fuck no but now they finally given given them a price cut so we use very good catching on yeah if if you price cut your digital games to be lesser than used games you'll pick up cash and those games those people buy cannot be traded in so you'll pretty much hurt the used market the way you're you're trying to do and pick up money on this in the same time, and really mm-hmm. forget even discounts. I mean, look at what Sony's doing with PlayStation Plus. That is the perfect way to combat these games because because just because for fifty dollars you're given access to dozens of games for free, dozens more games for, for a reduced price, sometimes a temporarily reduced price. It's a perfect way to to to, to uh, eliminate uh, the used game problem. The one thing with yeah. uh, PlayStation Plus though is that kind of uh, makes you want to not buy brand new PlayStation games. That, that is kind of They true. basically <laughs> figure they'll be coming up on PS Plus soon, like uh, Little Big Planet Carding. That went down to 10 for a while on PlayStation Plus, and the chances of that being free like later in the year are pretty high. Mm-hmm. I, I was having second thoughts about Sly Cooper. But it's gotten good reviews, so that's pretty good at least. No, no, second thoughts getting it before, it's, before it inevitably becomes free on PlayStation Plus. Oh, yeah. I think what Sega should start doing is, like, when a game becomes old, like, let's say three years down the road, and nobody's going to buy that game anymore, and they're going to make a sequel to that game, just throw it up on PSN Plus for free, and then... <laughs> well, it's kind of what well, they did this week. Van- Vanquish is up on PlayStation Plus. No Vanquish 2, sadly. Yeah. And uh, and uh, House, the, House, of, House of the Dead Overkill debuted on uh, PSN Plus uh, for, for Halloween last year. Oh, that's true. Still haven't actually played it, but I still bought it. <laughs> so what? What did you? Uh, oh, what's that game called? The first game they showed. I forgot what it's called, but it's from uh, uh, Studio Japan. Uh, oh God, damn Knack. Knack. Yes. That game was. That game was that the best looking game in my opinion. That sold me right there. That's. I like the fact that Sony this generation isn't like all, all games have to look realistic like they did last like play, PS3. Because mm-hmm. that game looked like a nice Pixar-inspired... Yeah, kind of looked look like a computer-animated Cartoon Network show or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like so, it. It sounded a bit like one, too. I'm not sure that's good or bad yet, but except, it was definitely the most exciting game that they debuted there. Yeah. I'm, that And if that's a launch title, uh, it's going to be hard for me to resist. So yeah. for, me, for me, the big appeal for Sony now and in the future is going to be how much love they show towards indie games. I mean, they, they, one uh, of their highlights uh, of the one of the highlights of the show was uh, the Witness. That looks spectacular. And as debuting on PlayStation Four before anything else. Did you hear that you could self-publish on PSN now? Meaning you don't yeah. need a, you don't need a publisher, which is huge. I, I think uh, I think Sony's the first uh, f- first uh, console maker to do that. We could make a game, Barry. Me and you. Let's do it. Sega Bits RPG. There you go. You play as uh, we play as Jason and and me in a party. Chicken sandwiches or power ups. You we gotta unlock AJ, but like the game turns M rated right away when you find when you find AJ. <laughs> His big like attack that. is cursing up a storm. <laughs> One thing I really liked was some of the features uh, on the PS4. That uh, was some of the online the features, thing. like the share the share button, being able to. Sh- uh, I'm turning uh, that shit. Off. I'm, I'm turning that off. By the way, I don't. Aww. my really? internet. My internet sucks as it as it, as it you know as it is. Like, can you imagine me sharing bullshit? Fuck. But I want to stop you. Recording 15 minutes of your footage and putting it on YouTube and me and my underwear playing burnout. That's pretty badass. So you and want? You know who wants to see it's people gonna, in underwear playing video games? No, no, no. You're going to be a real your, boom. your game, not your not you. You could record yourself as well. They showed that on the corner. Like, it's you gonna could, be a real boom for uh, amateur reviewers like us too, because 
we can just record some of our gameplay and slap it on one of our reviews. <laughs> they, they haven't said that they're going to let you take it out of the PlayStation 3, 4, but, but they, I'm assuming they, they, they will. They said you can put it on YouTube, didn't, oh. didn't they? Okay, then never mind. You can't. One of the cool things is I like it also is if someone's playing a game you're interested in, you don't have yet, you can actually go and stream video and watch them playing it live and talk to them. That's cool. <laughs> I like pretty, that kind of stuff. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. I can only imagine the creepy scenarios that can create them. <laughs> hey, Jason. What do you think of it? <laughs> jump, jump up there. Jump. It does have a camera. Um, what do you guys think of the new controller? Slightly right. different control. That's neat. I think they added a lot of stuff that we we're not, we're never, we're never gonna use, like the touchpad. Yeah, I don't get the touchpad thing, but I do like the, the top of the analog controllers are concave now instead of having that sliding feeling that the, old Sony controllers said. Yeah, and I also hope they're tight. They're like tighter because the God, especially the R two L two buttons of the PS three, they just slide off my fingers real bad. Yeah, that's why a lot that. of first person shooters had to switch. Had to switch the buttons because people didn't like to use those L2 R2 buttons at all. Yep, they they uh, supposedly are a lot better. It seems like everything that people have been complaining about at PSN, they've uh, up, they've already decided to take it to the next level. Like before, the sharing the experience was on 360, where you could watch Netflix with people and you could uh, cross game chat with people. Now mm-hmm. you could record your gameplay and actually have them take like. They could actually play for you through the internet, they said. One of the, like, the things I also liked is how they're planning to cut the uh, downloading times and the patching times. Exactly. Like, yes, that was the biggest complaint. Yeah. The, the whole recommendations thing is going to be pretty awesome. I mean, you just buy a game and they know, and they know you already want it, so bam, it's just on your system. Now let's talk about the negative stuff. Killzone uh, is Killzone, I guess. Uh-huh. Killzone looks kind of boring. <laughs> Yeah, for I mean, sure. I mean, the architecture of the city looked gorgeous, but it looked like just kind of a shinier PS3 game. Yeah. Very, well, it looked like, it looked the like a very 2 clean... demo, except it, you know, even more high res. Yeah, like way cleaner, like no jaggies. The textures look way more clean. Better but, lighting. And better uh, explosions and effects, for sure. And the more detail on the hands. On the city actually looked real because when you play the PS3 versions, it's like very fake. You could tell. Mm. But that's you... the one. Oh, that's the one problem. I was gonna say is uh, it felt like a like a Call of Duty demo on a high risk. I mean a high end PC. It's like I'm still getting the same experience that I would get on a PS3 and in any of these games shown, only with uh, slightly better graphics and better lighting. Really. That was kind of really the only big negative about the show for me was that. The graphics were prettier, but it didn't feel like a next-gen thing. I mean, hopefully we'll see better stuff at E3. Because, you know, Maybe. we only saw, I guess, a couple things here. So. But, I mean, you got to wonder, when when are we going to hit that wall where it's just the shadows look a little better and the particles look a little better? And also you got to well, wonder. I guess you got to say. I know we may be getting there because that car demo, the guy was talking about, for the first time we can uh, do, <laughs> render individual threads and accurately reflect the lighting. I'm like... All right. Your, your game looks <laughs> okay. fucking. I was just thinking to myself, you're fucking boring. This game looks fucking boring. That's what I was. <laughs> you know where's, what the, stu- where's the blonde bitches? Why can't I have a blonde girl next to me in a Ferrari driving the down? Stu- <laughs> the stupidest moment of the whole thing was when that guy came out on stage, and I thought he wasn't a part of the show. I thought he just came out of the audience, and he was like, "When I was a boy <laughs> in 1999." I was at a protest, and I was thinking he was like protesting oh, the yeah. Dreamcast release or something. I thought it was some sort of Occupy Wall Street thing. Yeah, and he was like, and I thought police were good, but they beat me. <laughs> and I learned that day that police are bad. Are assholes. And I was like, all right, so what's the game about? And he's like, that's what got me thinking. And I'm like, the, the one thing that pisses me off is the stories that they go into before they present the footage. They're like, you are a mercenary. Your name, Hugo Cloud. The setting, you know, and they just go on and on. I don't know. Show the fucking game. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I don't just do you, like. Can you imagine back in the day when they were like showing off Space Channel Five and they were they just showed it off? They were like, "Look, dancing game." They you are like, ooh la la. The year <laughs> three thousand fifty. You, a news reporter. Your name. It's like just get to the game. It's a dancing <laughs> game. It's a shooter. 
Don't tell the stupid. Oh, it's just. Oh hell, Sega Bed did better than that at their booth. They had all those dancing girls up on the, you know, with the little go-go platforms and everything. Uh, and uh, Jet Set Radio, they had pe- uh, people on rollerblades. Yeah, Xbox. Xbox had Bill Gates and The Rock, right? I was thinking. I was thinking like all these people are all talking about invasion of privacy and like well, you know, what everybody's concerned about. Then they're like, "Don't worry, the PlayStation Four records everything you do and sends it to Sony, so they can know what you want." And I'm like, "What? <laughs> what the fuck? You guys are making games they're against what Sony's all about right now." So it was like it was weird. Nonsense. What? And, but then the moment he said, he, well, so what if people had power? I said, oh, it's infamous, isn't it? <laughs> and yeah. That's what I loved about it. He tells, he's like, he's telling this cop story and then he goes, but what if you had superpowers? What would you do? And I'm like, I'd go on a rampage and kill everyone because that's what your game's about, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, I would be like, I'd probably use it for good and not be an asshole like the guys in your game. Killing actually, cops. Actually, Infamous is supposed to be about choosing if you want to be good or bad. But you're still, it's, yeah. kind of like, it's always grayish. Yeah. I, I try Jeez. to be good, but I just love killing civilians so much. You know, chasing them down, smacking them, electrocuting them. I'm really cruel like that. So you torture the, the NPCs? That's no good. As much as the game allows. <laughs> Hopefully the PS4 has better torturing devices. Yes, yes. Maybe a manhunt three or four, whatever number they're up to. But uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I have to say with PS4. Barry. Yes. You like how they did not show the console? I love that. In fact, I thought it was hilarious when I when I was uh, waiting for the show to start. I was thinking how funny it was with the Wii U, how they showed the gamepad but never the console. And I was like thinking it would be kind of funny if they just showed the controller and never showed the and it happened. And I'm I'm just waiting for Microsoft to show us a controller and not show us a console at E3. That's gonna be it, fun. In the end, it's a box. It's a box where you play yeah. your games on, basically. What and if I they think blew it's our a box that hopefully looks kind of sexy and curvy like a woman? What if they blew our minds and told us that the controller was the console and all the hardware was in there? <laughs> that would blow your mind. <laughs> what happens? My guess is it's just not ready to show yet. They probably don't have a final design on the... Yeah, no. typically, no, not... typically game consoles at this point, they're just like a big PC box, and that's about it. I wonder you... how big it's going to be. Like, Dude, I'm, I'm hoping it's not going to be huge. It's like, it's three feet tall, the console, and it's like, what the fuck? It's a box. It's a huge-ass <laughs> box. You've seen that blue light on the back. That's a portal, and it actually leads to the console on the controller. Oh, it's, so, it's it's all blue. It's a one big blue LED light. Yeah, console. you put the disc in the portal, which goes into the console, which is somewhere else. Uh, I heard the blue light works with the camera, and it's actually like an extra move controller kind of thing. Yeah, I, that's hmm. what he said too. So, like, let's say you're using it as a move controller, it, it'll actually track it. It just sounds like it's six axes want to be a piece of shit again. <laughs> yeah. They used it on the that drive game. They were uh, moving it side to side like the Wii. Stupid. Mm-hmm. I hate all that bullshit. It's all stupid. <laughs> Barely any games used six axis last gen. Yeah, it was a fucking it was stupid. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean it, it was a nice quick gimmick and resistance, but I, I grew bored of it pretty quickly. So uh okay, so now that we talked about that, you guys want to talk about the Sega Note PCs? Let's talk about what matters. Yeah, the Sega Note PCs. Sega has answered the call. They're making a new console. It's called the Sega Note PC. It's a rebranded uh, <laughs> uh, laptop available only in Japan that costs a, a buttload of money, but it looks pretty cool. And I'm sure some people will waste money on it. I think it's cool, but, you know. I would have been brought over here. Yeah, I would have bought one for sure, but that's too bad. Yeah, they don't want too. my money. Especially if they competitively priced it. Yeah, right. I wish. Well, I'm sure you could buy like, yeah, a sticker or shell the put over it i mean for all intents and purposes it's just a laptop with sega coding on it it's a laptop with a fucking dreamcast or sega saturn or sega mega drive thing on it. it's awesome yeah i wonder how Who's hard it would be master system i bet you i could make one of these it wouldn't be too hard but it wouldn't be real yeah i know but not everybody it in my class would know that thing, no so, it's one more powerful than the other depending on whether you get the genesis the the Saturn or the Dreamcast? They all have the, the the Genesis one has the power of the Genesis. The Dreamcast yeah. one has the power of the Dreamcast. 
I think uh, if you buy any of the lower end models, you get your pick of one of the four. And if you buy the top end, you get all four covers. Ah. So, yeah. I mean, it's not, it's nothing amazing, but it is still pretty cool that you got some hardware out there that you can actually, uh, you know, it's been mentioned, you can play the Sega PC games on it. So you're pretty much playing Sega games on Sega hardware. It's not Sega, you know, uh-huh. made internally, but it kind of works, right? Well, to be fair, I mean, like, like a Sega, the Dreamcast has made had a lot of PC parts in it, mm-hmm. you know, and Windows CE. I, I wouldn't mind playing Fancy Star Online 2 on it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, there you go. The hey, by the way, any the... idea when that's coming to the U.S.? Because it's taking forever. They were supposed to uh, early 2013. I even actually even emailed uh, Sega about it yesterday, but I, but uh, I'm pr- probably not going to get an answer. Obviously, they're probably still deliberating releasing it. I'm assuming. Yeah. Honestly, um, if uh, if they delayed past E3, I hope that it gets an E3 booth. Yeah, cool. I'm sure uh, Sony wouldn't mind showing it up on the Vita. It's not like they have that many Vita Vita games to show off anyway. Yeah, that's so awesome. I can't. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play. I, I can't wait to get that game in the Vita. You gonna play it no, on the you... Vita? Yeah, yeah. I'm a big handheld gamer, so if I ever get the chance. <laughs> you know what you're doing? You guys are talking about good games because you don't want to talk about aliens. Uh, well, what's <laughs> aliens? I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, there's this, this we little have 20 game minutes the... left, so you know, second up. <laughs> Come on, hop on my segue. Let's take a ride over to Aliens Colonial Marine. Moana. <laughs> this game, game This game is amazing. Well, Graphics okay, first to be fair, I'm gonna note I've never played it and I don't want to bash it having not played it. So you guys go on. I have I have seen the de- I saw the E3 2011 demo and me, me and Jason have both played the uh multiplayer. And let yeah. me tell you that they did a really, really good job hiding the fact this game is utter shit. <laughs> the I, multiplayer is still okay, I think. but Except for when you're playing as the aliens, the aliens just get shot to death. That's right why away. they didn't let us play as them, isn't it? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, the, 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 the aliens just feel like crap. They feel <laughs> It feels like you're just swinging wildly sometimes, and it's like very terrible, very bad. Uh, my favorite part is uh, escape mode, which only happens to have two maps, and uh, Sega's uh, nice enough to charge you for the rest of the maps. Uh, <laughs> later on, I'm not paying for any more. Yeah, maps every single you. season pass that's out there is just content that they would have put in a game that they decided not to, so they could charge you later. Especially man, this the- game, it's obvious that this game they tried. It's very sad. God, it feels so unfinished. The AI is just horrible, especially O'Neill, who's with you all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I went to this one room where there's a bunch of those, um, I forget what you call them, the Bert mercenaries shooting at you. Oh, the, so I, uh, the bounty hunters or whatever they're called from uh, whatever yeah, I, corp. I usually let O'Neill c- come in because the guy has infinite ammo and he's indestructible. Yeah. <laughs> all, <laughs> all your AI teammates are indestructible. You can shoot them during cutscenes and they won't react to you. But what he does instead is every time I've played this scenario, he goes back two rooms and just shoots at the wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, that... I have I have to kill all the mercenaries myself. He didn't well, get, it didn't well, get... if he didn't shoot at the wall, the game would be too easy. See, that, that was a very smart design decision on their part. That never happened to me on the PC version that badly. It happened a couple times where he would get like stuck behind cover, and then he was just start shooting the, at the cover. Like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> And uh, the worst part is, like, the acting is so terrible. It's like these people got paid to do voice acting. Like, yeah, they don't react in fear with the, with, to the aliens whatsoever. No, they just react like fucking, like, they don't even fucking notice them. <laughs> like, oh. And, and what's, and you know, what's that crazy is, I'm sorry, what's crazy is they know the names of, of these alien things when, when they've just met them. Like, like 15 minutes into the game, uh, O'Neill shouts out, it's a lurker, get it. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you know what it's called? Exactly. And the voice that just portrays just how lazy the the developers were with this game because you don't need to use codes to, to get voice acting right. You just need to get good voice actors and a good voice director. Yeah, this so, is stuff you can't. Blame how do they screw that up? You can't blame TimeGate on the horrible writing where they're in Hadley's Hope, even though it's been nuked. They have yeah. Hicks in it, even though he was uh, dead in at the beginning of Alien Three. They have. Uh, 
a few other things that are completely inconsistent. And not only that, just the writing itself is just terrible. And that's all on Gearbox's end before they ever shipped it out to TimeGate, I'm sure. The, the, mm-hmm. the, and that just blows me away because when I was sitting in on that Aliens demo, they they spent about 15 minutes talking about how how awesome they how awesome Aliens was, and we're such big Aliens fans. You can see all, all these details and all these things, so you can see this is com- coming straight. I don't know why I just gave them a British accent, uh, or <laughs> but um, or at least they whatever. Um, and and you, you know they 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 acted like they were just in love with aliens, but from what I'm hearing, there's there was no love here for for this franchise. Well, I mean the 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 pro- uh-huh. I mean the game fucking speaks. Uh, so. Uh... so yeah, the, uh, the the 2011 demo. Um, that was. That 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 was like gorgeous. I mean, like like the AI, the lighting, the the atmosphere, everything about it was just remarkable. It's like wow, this game is going to be awesome. And I, I did have some reservations when I saw the that the Xbox or the PlayStation Three demos uh, at E3 2012 kind of didn't look as good. But I thought, well, you know, they probably showed us the PC version. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I guess I was wrong. Yeah, what we ended up with was something that looked like it was made in 2006. Partially because I mean, it, it kind of was. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like it's a 2006 game. That's like the best way I can describe it. Like, yeah, this would be a look, good-looking game in like 2006. I mean, the lighting was okay, but it had horrible texture pop in and seemed like a low polygon count on a lot of stuff. There was nothing special about the light. It was just light. I mean, at least yeah. in the PC version, it was just light. Like I don't know what you what they want. And then like um, it had no, I'm the... sure the PC version looked a lot better than the PS3 or 360 oh, did. Yeah, and uh, they had the they had the worst lens flare. Like when you look at the sun, it was terrible. It was just like, I, it was like hexagons. They just put like <laughs> like five hexagons. And like I, I was thinking to myself. Did Sonic Adventure on the Dreamcast have better lens flare than this? Like, I mean, you know, when you look out, when you look up at the sun, it, it was terrible. I don't understand how they did that. Very terrible game. I recommend everybody to buy it. Buy it, uh, rent it for morbid curiosity at the best, because <laughs> it is a game you'll want to riff, you'll want to point and laugh at so many parts. They're just yeah. come off so bad. Uh, it's <laughs> it's only six hours the campaign, I would say. Yeah. So, uh, so Jason, George, uh, in, a, in a battle between Sonic the Hedgehog 2006 and Aliens Colonial Marines, which one is worse? Oh, six. I would. I, was, I still enjoyed parts of Aliens. I mean, it's, uh, ma- mainly because of uh, how bad it was. I kind of could laugh at it at times. And it, it, you could actually play through the whole campaign. Yeah. Multiplayer was all right. Uh, I think at the end of the day, I'd probably give it either a D plus or a C minus. It, oh, it's, six really? has better music, at least. I wouldn't give it that high of a score. I'm thinking of, uh, I'm thinking around the D's, but I, I think maybe I'm going too harsh and having the, the. If I give it a nap, I, I'm going to regret it maybe because I'm thinking that maybe I'm letting all this like drama get to me. Yeah, yeah that 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 that's something I'm a little concerned well, about. Regardless, let's of the talk years. about. Let's talk about the drama briefly. I, I think it, the whole process of the game is kind of interesting. Jim it was Sterling what, has been great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I have my my problems with him, but I'll admit he is doing a good job because you know he gets to hate on Sega. So, but um, I mean, when He's when not did they really get hating Alien? on Sega though? Oh, he usually does before this. Yeah, but with Aliens, he's really been hating on Gearbox and. Um, God damn it! What's oh, no, that's next? my point. It's well-directed hate, and uh, that's that's my question. The Sega acquired the Aliens license what in two thousand six? I want to say yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. It's around there, yeah. So, would you say this is like a remnant of the shitty past? I mean, I know we've talked about how much we love the third-party era in past podcasts, but I think we all admitted that the oh five, oh six, oh seven era years were pr- probably the worst. Would you say that this game's kind of a remnant of that era? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, would I wouldn't say really it. say so. This is Simon Jeffrey coming back from the grave and saying, "Fuck you guys." Yeah, <laughs> I would say this is Sega seeing what they thought was easy money and 
they thought, okay, you know, this game's halfway done. We'll give you two. We'll give you two years and millions of, and tens of millions of dollars. Make a good game, and then Gearbox went and made Borderlands two instead. <laughs> but I mean, the thing with Borderlands Gearbox, one and two, yeah, they made and there's two evidence games. that they actually funded well, no, they, Borderlands one with Aliens, Colonial Marines money. Well, yeah, and Borderlands one funded was funded by the first attempt to make Colonial Marines, and then. Sega found out they canceled the game, and then they brought it back at some point. I figure after uh, the success yeah. of Aliens vs. Predator in 2010. I mean, I'd say, uh, would you, would you, Sega West? I mean, they've made good decisions with developers when it comes to some of the internal teams they've bought. I mean, looking at Gearbox, they've they're a good developer at least before this whole shit and before the. Um, Duke Nukem stuff, but then again, all of that was after the fact that Sega okayed. Uh, well, they were they were a decent ve- developer, I think. Yeah. I think Borderlands was their. We, they got really lucky with and found a formula that really worked. Yeah, because Gearbox it, has actually had a couple of shitty games aside from the other. Yeah, the, I'm not, I was never a big fan of the Brothers in Arms series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to that be fair, at the time, they weren't known as a developer that would make a game this bad. Oh, so, yes, I totally agree But, I mean, I, I don't think Sega is so much to blame when you look at the past like that. I mean, they I don't think they should have bought the Aliens license. It doesn't really fit the Sega brand. Um, but they did release, you know, a few decent games, especially in the era that they came out in with uh, Aliens vs. Predator and, what was it, Aliens Infestation or something? Oh, uh, well, yeah, I've heard great things about that. I reviewed yeah. that game. That game's actually good. And we also have the Creative Assembly game coming with Aliens Which license. should be kick-ass. Yeah, and so, I mean, Sega, I mean, I don't think it was a good decision, but at the same time, they've had more... It's been, you know, one out of three has been shitty for their Alien games thus far. Well, and, I think they've had, like, one shitty one, one kind of average one, and yeah. one really good one. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess the, the whole... At least I point the finger at Gearbox because they are a competent developer when they want to be, but it seems like they just they wanted to focus more on the games that they thought that mattered and just rush out Sega's projects so they could get yeah. it done and over with. It's yeah, kind it of like I'm, they were really lazy with it and just gave time gate a good chunk of the game. Yeah, it's if it's, it's almost if kind of funny because this. Oh, go on. If there's any truth to these rumors that they that they just took the money and spent it elsewhere, it is. It is almost entirely their fault, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, Sega p- probably let let the let money get in the way of releasing quality products. Because, but mm-hmm. um, well, at the end of the day, if you're spending sixty million dollars on a game, you want to release gonna, something. Yeah, you're gonna release it no matter what, just to you know get some of your losses back. Yeah, but I mean, like uh, th- when when the game was brought back. You know, Sega Sega probably should have kept a closer eye on it. Mm-hmm. Well, no, but Sega's, again, I would still mostly blame Gearbox for this. Uh, I blame everybody. Everybody, like obviously, Fox uh, had some say in what's going on. They mm-hmm. probably saw the Borderlands franchise and they're like, "We want they those guys to do it." And I'm yeah. pretty sure Sega couldn't like just say, "No, we're going to get our own pers- people to do it, our own in-house team," mm-hmm. because that. The license holder also has a say in what's going on. That's and, true too. And uh, so I don't. Obviously, Fox probably wanted a, uh, Colonial Marines to come out during uh, Prometheus last year. That was supposed to be yeah. the initial release release date, but yeah, but they want they didn't want to do that because it's too close, I guess, to Borderlands Two as well, which is another which they were plus the game probably was even less ready than than it is now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, because. I don't know. I sh- I think Sega should have said, you know what? You guys are fucking stupid. You- fuck your Borderlands games and fu- fuck your company. Uh, I would have just gotten the game and gave it to like an in-house team. Like the guys from Yakuza would have done a better job. Well, unfortunately, yeah. that's that's not something that's so easily done because whenever you have to switch a team, I mean, the, the other the new team has to spend months uh, kind of understanding the code and and uh, they don't even, yeah they don't know what's broken. Yeah, they they they'd have they'd have to just go over the entire game again. I mean, I would, I've heard stories like this where they switch developers, and it's never a smooth process. They should mm-hmm. just let the Yakuza guys do it from the ground up on their engine. Go for it. Yeah, but that that would have been millions of more dollars and 
several more years. <laughs> How much money do you think they put they put into binary domain? It can't be more than ten million. I'm sure it wasn't sixty million. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Imagine if the Yakuza developers had sixty million dollars, man. Oh, oh man. God. Imagine what Sega could have done with sixty million dollars. <laughs> I got it. It's funny because at the end of the day, right now, this game is actually pretty successful in the UK. It'll probably yeah. show pretty good on the NPD numbers here, but it'll probably end up costing them or making them less money than Binary Domain, which is a, which was a flop. And it was a good game. It only had a aliens in it. They should have called yeah. it a uh, uh, Aliens Binary Domain. <laughs> there. Yeah, they should have <laughs> slapped the aliens Xen- license on it. That would have worked. It's like Xenomorphs what's... Domain. Z- is are xenomorphs human? Do they have emotions? Find out <laughs> binary domain aliens. I, I'd love to see the cutscenes of him beating an alien to death with a baseball bat. That'd be cool. <laughs> Mommy! <laughs> a little Don't! Alien? That's our waiter alien. A little Please, kid? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's done. It's out. I think we can... I guess that's the best thing. Pretend that it doesn't positive. exist. Yeah. Look forward to what's coming up. I mean, yeah. All, all we have to look forward to now are announcements because I can't. I can't yeah. really think of any big games that are on the horizon that we know of. But they're out um, there. Yakuza yeah, Six. I don't know. I think the only the only Sega game I know of that's actually coming west is Fantasy Star Online. Two. Well, Two, we yes. still haven't gotten Yakuza Five, but we don't know for sure if we are or not. Anyway, I think what's gonna—I—I—I I, I assume there's gonna be a, a Sega Japan uh, sort of like blowout after E3 where they're gonna show their new engine and stuff mm-hmm. for TGS. I'm, tem- I'm really tempted to port import that from Play Asia, but I want to well, wait till I, E3. I want well, Virtual really, Fighter Six. That's what I want. Yeah. What I really hope we get it at E3 is a bunch of. Kick-ass, original, um, well, not original, based on Sega IP, digital games. That is what I'm waiting for from Sega. Like, I, want mean, Microsoft, like... I want Microsoft to pull a Nintendo, and instead of uh, Bayonetta 2, Microsoft is giving us Shenmue 3. I want that. Oh, God, please. Oh, man, Microsoft would win back so much of my love that they've lost over the last few years. <laughs> do you remember, I mean, not to get too off topic, but do you remember when play, uh, Shenmue 2 was coming out on Xbox? And, like, it, was just, it was just like common knowledge that, like, well, I mean, Shenmue 3 is going to be out on Xbox, so that's good, yeah. right? <laughs> Never and I remember telling my friends, I was like, yeah, I can't wait for the third one. I mean, it's going to be Xbox exclusive, so that's going to be cool. I own an Xbox. Uh-uh. Funny thing. Funny thing is, I, they've actually released screenshots from Shenmue Three. I know. Uh, you know what would be cool if yeah. the, the the they're on stage and shit. They show all their games, and then in the end, it turns black, and it's like uh, just like a stupid like, "Get out of here, schoolboy!" And it's like <laughs> Shenmue Three, and it's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> if if they like, were to make a Shenmue ter- Three, ter- sing terrible voice actors now, though. I'd be like, man, now I got to buy another oh, Xbox console. If if they were to make a Shenmue three, would you want them to use the old voice actors? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would so, want an I would want an option. Like yeah. I would want an option where you could just like have the like the cheese there. Like I would want two versions: one revoiced and one like reusing the old actors for fun. Because they're so static and robotic. <laughs> Hey, mister, <laughs> you, you want to wrestle? Oh, that reminds <laughs> me of the <laughs> Metal Gear Rising. The I'm in the second area. Uh, they got a kid who's got the it's Jamaican yo yard man accent, and except it's totally uh, obvious that it's played by a man because it's supposed to be like this eight year old kid, and he has this deep adult voice when he's talking to Ryden. <laughs> he's like, "Oh yeah, man, go ninja, go ninja, go." <laughs> so it's Tom's. So it's Tom's kid. Uh, no, it's uh, one of these kids are being experimented on the escape. But yeah, he's got, he sounds like a deep. He's got a really, really deep, deep voice. It's funny. Nice. So but that's uh, that's platinum for you. They they could get away with being a little bit silly and still be real enjoyable. <laughs> Do you think we'll there'd be see. a market for Shinmu Three? Realistically, like we're oh. we're in the area we're in the era where if you've seen like most like even Microsoft events or Nintendo events. Oh, not Nintendo events, but Sony events and mm-hmm. other publisher events. It's always a war started, and it's like grump, gr- like gr- like uh, very rough men, I guess, with more mm-hmm. uh, with gray moral values, 
They will have to go to war, or it's like a super casual game. It's like that's like what they always oh, like to show. It, it, well, if, it, if there is ever a Shenmue three, it's going to be an episodic d- digital game. Well, that's think, my prediction. The direction the game that would was be the going way to make was, back, yeah. It was getting into that kind of gritty one man versus an entire evil gang kind of thing in the slums. Oh, so you think they should have guns and stuff and it's like the first time he's all, it's like Ryu and he's talking about the first time he used the gun and he's in World War Three. I think Ryo should carry that sword from the end of the second one around for the rest of three and slash people just like uh, Metal Gear Revengeance. <laughs> yeah, I just have... I don't know, I mean, has Ryu ever actually, has Ryo ever actually but... killed anybody? No. No. Well, he kicked that uh, creepy guy into the ocean, didn't he? At the end of the first oh, one. Yeah, but, they, yeah. but that's actually the whole point of the game. It's like, would him getting his revenge on Landy be the same thing that what Landy's doing? Kind of a thing. It's oh, like yeah, we, it's supposed to be about hate, uh, revenge, just being revenge. Like just we've talked about out. this in another podcast where we yeah. basically yeah. figured that Rio, that Landy wasn't bad, and that Rio's father was actually the man who really. Fuck things up, kind of like a uh, Harry Potter, Professor Snape kind of twist. <laughs> Fucking Harry Potter stealing everything from Shinmu, always. I man. know they got seven Harry Potters and only two Shenmus. Well, I wouldn't mind uh, him. Yeah, just but those finish. two Shenmus kick Harry Potter's ass. That's true. I don't know. I have to disagree with that. A young wizard boy. I don't even want to talk about Harry Potter. Let's not talk about Harry Potter. So, right. so are you just gonna add Shenmu discussion to the back to the back of the uh, list of? Subjects. No more. No more Shinmu discussions. No more. I think we've actually reached the end of our show. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, this is the end of the show. I guess we'll see you guys whenever we see you guys. Probably in two weeks. Uh, yeah, right. That's two the weeks. plan. We're doing this bi-weekly now. Yeah, because there's no news. No homo. No homo. Bi-weekly. <laughs> All right then. Uh, we'll see you guys in two weeks. All right. Later. Later. See ya. Uh,